Storytelling. Moments in time. The things we don't want to forget. Details that are etched in our souls are every day. Teaching. Artists who want to share their passion for telling the stories of their lives so you can better tell the stories of yours. Sharing. A space and place to share your work, be inspired, motivated, supported, and learn from one another. Community. A group for photographers run by photographers. We welcome you to this community. Welcome to Hello Storyteller Podcasts. I'm Megan Box, a natural light, lifestyle, outside the box, emotive photographer, and mom of two sweet girls, based out of Tulare, California. And I'm Melissa Ortendahl, a natural light, lifestyle, and documentary photographer based in central Massachusetts. Be the first to know about all of our upcoming educational opportunities, blogs, podcasts, mini lesson tutorials, and more. Make sure to check out our website at www.hellostoryteller.com and sign up for our mailing list to receive all the exciting new updates. Ryan is a hobbyist photographer from Oklahoma who has a weakness for pretty light. She's a wife and a mother of two little ones. She strives to capture her everyday life and turn it into a little piece of art. Using her camera to document her kids' childhood before and probably after they are grown has been a driving point in her photography. Photographing her every day has made her slow down and look at the world around her. She has a new appreciation for the little things in life. Okay, so Kristen, I noticed something really intriguing in your Instagram profile that I feel inclined and motivated Mm -hmm. (laughs) to talk to you about, which is that (laughs) I see that you are working on year number four of your 365 project. And I am (laughs) crazy. Just a little bit in (laughs) awe and a little bit like I have no idea how you're managing to do that because the one I did while it was wonderful and so super helpful, it's just a big undertaking. And I attempted to start one this year and have failed miserably. Although I'm going to, you know, April's a new month, so we're going to just start strong again in April. (laughs) Start fresh, clean slate. Exactly. Hope for the best. But (laughs) how have you been able to sustain that type of daily shooting for four years? Um, Well, I... It helped that I kind of started out strong. I found a group uh, in Click and Moms, actually, that were looking, kind of doing a call out for ladies to start a 365 group. Um, so I decided to join them. Uh, I'm a very introverted person, so it took everything I had to ask to join that group. But I'm so glad I did because um, we ended up just being, it was a strong group of ladies and a majority of us kind of encouraged each other daily and we finished that first year um, really well, and I kind of just – it got me in the habit of shooting daily, and I loved the results that I was getting. Year after year, I was growing so much in my work, and so I just kind of encouraged m- me to keep going and keep learning. And, and then also with my kids at the ages that they were, I kind of started when they were babies, and they I pretty much have their whole life in pictures, and so it's definitely encouraged and um, kept me motivated to keep shooting. I, I will say this has been my hardest year that I've done. Year number four was, uh, has been tough to stay motivated, but I have a lot of, uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm constantly learning stuff. I constantly want to keep practicing. And so, um, just kind of finding different 
uh, projects and stuff like that helps me. And then especially now in the later years, if I do miss a day, I'm not so hard on myself. Like it's, if I miss a couple days, I'm like, Oh, it's okay. I can, I'll just catch up later at the end. So it's, I've definitely laxed on it and it's helped make it not so, uh, I don't know, um, stressful, I guess, trying to get a picture every day. So it's, sure. it's definitely, but it's been mm-hmm. huge in my work. I, my work probably wouldn't be where it is today if I hadn't been doing my 365. Um, and then just having those ladies, we've kind of just turned into a group of friends now, um, that chat and catch up. And so it's been really, it's That's been awesome. a really great, uh, thing that I kind of fell into luckily, I think. <laughs> yeah. And it is amazing how like, and I don't know why it would be any different as an artist, as you know, you think about an athlete or anybody else that, you know, they're practicing yeah. every day, right? They're honing exactly. their craft every day. And there is, I mean, it does like the amount of growth that I know that I observed, mm-hmm. as you just talked about, like in that, in, over the course of the year of just shooting intentionally and shooting every mm-hmm. day or, or most days, I mean, just improves your photography yeah, so, huge. so much um, that, but I do think you have to be in like, you have to be in you the right do. frame of mind, it's a I think, struggle, to take you do. I remember on. that first year that I started, the very first like couple weeks that I started my 365, I remember looking for things to take pictures of and I thought, oh my gosh, like how am I going to do this for a year trying to come up with ideas to take a picture of and kind of as time has passed, like I don't even think about it now. I see a moment that kind of happens and I'm like, oh, I can, this, this will be my picture. And then I just, I don't have to worry about it the rest of the day. It just kind of presents itself now. I don't even really look for it like I used to in the beginning. So it's kind of, it's funny how it's kind of transitioned and now it's, it is, it's like a habit that I just kind of, it just naturally, I see something and I usually have my camera on me anyway. So, um, it's kind of easy to capture it and then just be done with it for the day. And I don't worry about it. Now you Otherwise, said you started when your kids so. are babies. So what? How old are they now? Um, four and five four and now. Five. Okay. So is your oldest in school or going to be starting school? Mm-hmm. Yep. She's in kindergarten, yeah. and my uh, youngest is about to start preschool. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm going to do. With I'm, kids in school. I know. I have that same struggle because my oldest is going to be eight, so he's in school all day. But I mm-hmm. have had my two twins, my five-year-old twins, um, just turned five, home with me, and so all three of them are going to be in school in the in the fall all day long. And now I'm like, oh my God, what, who am I going to take pictures I of? I know. I know. <laughs> I was like soaking in the little ones because, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do when they get bigger. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I guess. Oh, no. Yes. But I, there was this part of me that was, that feels You're just like gonna party melancholy all day about that. Like, I'm pumped. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. of having some time and having my kids in school all day. But I think that's why this year I'm like, I've got to get my, you know, myself together here because in nine months, they're going to be in school all day. Mm-hmm. And this access I have to photograph their, you know, their daily moments. And yeah. we'll still have those right. obviously in the morning and after school and weekends and whatnot. But, you know, it was like today after I picked them up from preschool, we, you know, it's been winter here forever. <laughs> so I was like, the snow is melting and it's 45 degrees. We're going outside. <laughs> and we just like found a trail and I was like, put on your rain boots and just go. Um, you know, and I had this moment today because I haven't <laughs> shot in a couple of weeks and I was like, I like, I'm not, unless I bust mm-hmm. him out of school <laughs> in the middle of the day, like I'm not going to be able to do this. So it is that transition from babies to preschoolers to having school age kids, I think is something that I'm still trying to figure out like, oh, yeah, how I'm going to navigate too, just like you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I saw three years. Yeah. So when you are, th- you know, 
obviously you're shooting every day. And so, you know, what helps you, I guess, like stay motivated? I know you said that you, you don't really look mm-hmm. for the moments now. They just kind of happen and you, you just take them as they come up. But um, you were also saying that this mm-hmm. has been probably the, the hardest year of that. So how do you kind of work through those kind of photography slumps that we all kind of find ourselves in at certain points um, in our journey. How do you find that you kind of work your way through? Um, Yo, yeah, no, for me, I just have to kind of put the camera down, I guess for a little bit. Cause for me, like I, I mean, the love's still there. So I know if I put the camera down, I'm not going to just walk away from it. I know I'll come back. Um, But sometimes I just have to kind of check out like um, Instagram, for instance, is, I, I love it. It's so much in- inspiration and I've met such a great community of um, friends and everything on there, but sometimes it's kind of overwhelming and I have to kind of bring myself back and just be like, um, kind of figure out my why again, um, just kind of unplug and do my own thing, put my head down and, um, get myself together before, you know, picking the camera back up or just, something will happen and I'll just have that spark of like, Oh, I want to capture this. And that kind of brings me back. And, um, I get back into, you know, where I left off basically, but yeah, I just, I just have to step away sometimes and just kind of regroup and get back to, to me and not what everyone else is doing or what everyone else thinks or how well everyone else is doing. I'm like, you know, this is my journey. This is where I'm at. And, um, I take, I take, pictures for my kids and my family. And so I got to kind of come back and remind myself that and just do my thing. So, (laughs) and it helps, it helps me stay grounded, I guess. Yeah. I mean that, you know, social media, especially Instagram in particular, I think it Mm -hmm. can be such like, me too. Oh yeah. Uh, such, I have such a love hate relationship with Instagram (laughs) (laughs) and Meg knows because some days I'm like, man, I am so over. I'm leaving. Like I'm not doing this anymore. I'm out. (laughs) That's how I felt yesterday. Yeah. It's been rough since the new year. Yeah. I mean, ever since the, the yeah. holidays happened, I it's just been so slow or inconsistent and mm-hmm. it's been all over the place. So it's so disheartening sometimes where you, yeah. you have this image and you know, you, you love it so yeah. much. So you hope it does well, yes. that others love it too. And then it's and just And it's like always the crickets. images that I feel like I get super excited about and I don't, there's yeah. nothing. And then I'll post one that I'm like, eh. I don't love it, but I'm just, I need something for today. So I'm going to post it. And then it's like, it just takes off and you're like, yes. I am completely misjudging my work. Like I don't understand. <laughs> that, that happened to me this week, this image, I almost didn't even post it. And I sent it to Mel. I'm like, okay, which one? And she's like, that one. And it did amazing. More I than know. all my other ones have done in weeks. And I'm like, it's not even anything that special. But it's like the emotion in it, I guess, was super sweet. And, and yeah. that's what drew people in. But yeah, it's crazy what sometimes you think might do well that does it. And then others are like, this is going to tank and it does great. Well, and it's just so like interesting too. Like, you know, I'm in, I think we all are in, you know, different loops on, on Instagram and, and whatnot. And typically this loop that we're in together, that Meg and I are in, or we're in together. No, you're in it too still this morning. Um Oh, every week I, I, I post my image and within like an hour I'm complaining to Meg about, I'm like, why am I in this loop? Like the picture, like it just doesn't do anything. And so today I was like, I was in a meeting, I was running around. I literally posted it. I didn't put any tags. I didn't do anything for like two hours. I got out and I was like, oh, weird. I was like, I should maybe throw some dash tags on this picture. And it like did amazingly well. And it was a client photo, which 
typically for my like my feed, my client photos just don't do as well as the ones of my kids. Um, but this one, you know, it was a baby, so I mean, everyone loves babies. babies so I guess it, was, <laughs> it was super <laughs> sweet, though. I know. Yeah, Tuesdays are just so awful sure. in general. <laughs> I feel like every day is awful on Instagram. <laughs> it's a love hate relationship. It is. It is. So what are some goals that you have for this year for yourself, Kristen, like in terms of your work or in terms of education or outreach? I know um, that you shoot primarily, for, shoot primarily for yourself. Do you do any kind of client work? Are you interested in taking on client work or what are some goals that you have? Oh, uh, client work. That is, <laughs> <laughs> I've juggled that idea for so long. And of course, everybody asks like when they, you tell them what you do. Like I still say I'm a photographer. Like when people ask me, I'm a stay at home mom, but I also say I'm a photographer, but that's their first assumption that of course that I do client work and I've tried, I've tried to like it. I just, it's not, I just don't have the heart for it. I, I'll take on a um, few close friends and family um, because I love doing that for them. And I've tried to kind of expand that, but it was just when I do get on a few people, I just, it takes the love out of it for me. Like it, the excitement's not there and I feel like it should be like, I'm so afraid that I, this hobby that I love so much is like the first thing that I found that I'm just like, I'm kind of good at this. Like, and it's just given me this like pride and joy, but then taking on and like kind of hearing, I don't know. I just get really worried about other people's opinions. And when I take pictures of other people, that's, you want them to love it. You want, you know, everything about, I don't know. It's just a stressful thing for me. <laughs> so I just haven't, I don't know. I can't, I don't see myself doing client work anytime soon other than just close friends and family. But, um, I don't know. I have a, I go back and forth with that, but in the near future, I don't see that, but I don't know. Um, just my main goals. I just, I don't know. I just, I'm still learning. I feel like I still have so much out there to learn and to grow. I, um, I don't feel like I'm where I want to be yet. And so I just, I'm just kind of taking everything in that I can. And I want to learn videography. Um, I think that would be fun. I've been trying to do little videos here and there, but I know nothing about it. So yeah, I'm excited. I've kind of um, looked up a few things and have some classes um, on my wish list that I want to kind of take soon. So that'll be a big goal this year, I think for me. Yeah, I took one in January and it was It was life-changing just because I felt like I needed something a little bit more. I mean, something that you can't necessarily convey in just a still image. You know, my, my youngest daughter, Ella, is, you know, learning to talk and interact with us. And so I wanted to capture those sounds, the, the mommy and, you know, the certain way that she said things and, um, you know, those things that don't yes. last forever that you think you're going to always remember. Yes. And a year later, you're like, I, I can't remember that. You know, I can't remember that sound. And so it was so important um, this year was, was on my wish list to learn film or, um, you know, um, videography where I can capture those things. And so each month um, I have a goal to, you know, no matter the length of the film, 
just capture something to have those memories. So, so far I've done three films and it's only three months in the year, but, um, winning, you know, it's, it's super, (laughs) it's super important. And I, I was lucky to take this course with several other friends, um, that kind of held us accountable and, and, and continue to hold us accountable, um, to making our films each month, but it's been, it's been life changing. So I highly recommend that you find something. Yeah, I started doing some videos of just my boys and stuff last year, just because I was kind of like, how does this little function on my camera work? And, <laughs> um, and then I did start doing it for some of my clients um, in like family sessions. And so it's one of those things that I'm like teetering on. Do I really offer it? Like, or do I just kind of surprise people? with yeah. it? it goes back to like what you were talking about, like with client work of like, that pressure of wanting them to like it. And I'm by no means fantastic at it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's okay. Um, And so there is a part of me, it's like, if I start like offering this as part of my like client package offerings, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's going to take the fun out of it for me. Whereas like when I'm in a client session and I'm just like, I'm taking pictures and they're not really aware that I'm taking video, which sounds a little bit like, creepy I I suppose um fortunately thankfully my clients are always like oh my god I didn't even know you were doing this this is so great I'm so glad we have it I'm sure it maybe could go the other way so I should probably start telling people um that I'm doing it but it does like I because I know right if just like I mean they're comfortable fine being photographed but if I say to them hey I'm taking a video the whole movie is going to change like I know that they're going to like stiffen up or be like, oh, let me, let me stand up straight. Let me suck this in. Let me move this way. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, I've been doing it. I've shot uh, for myself too. I have a goal this year to do 12 mini films. It, I did January's. I shot February's. I haven't edited it yet. <laughs> and I did actually do video today when I was out with my boys in our little adventure and haven't touched that yet either. But um but yeah, it really is just a really neat, different kind of creative outlet. Yeah, it is. It's so different than photography. I think that's what's fun about it too right now. It's like it's a kind mm-hmm. of a different platform. Like I have no idea what I'm doing with the editing of oh, it yeah. or anything like that. But it's it is it's fun to see it kind of a different – it's a little bit different creatively than photography yeah, in a way, I guess. Is. Or a good like supplement to it to like yeah, tell the bigger exactly. picture, like the bigger story behind the picture, I guess. Yes. Yes. That's a good, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah. So in this, you know, these four years of doing these 365 projects, you talked about how your work has grown and changed. Did you have like a breakthrough moment during any, the course of any of those 365 projects where you felt like, okay. And it, I mean, we're always constantly evolving and changing, but did you, do you have mm-hmm. a moment or did you remember a moment or maybe an image that you took that I was like, yes, this, this is what I'm trying to do. Like, this is what I want. This is what I like. This is what the kind of mood I want. Do you remember having one of those? I don't know. That's, I'm, I don't know that if I had like a profound moment of like this, like, I don't know, like I've had moments where I've taken pictures that I, that I finally got what the vision was in my head. Cause that was the one thing when I first started and was learning, I always heard people talking about like, have a vision of what you want. And I just, I would just go out and take pictures and then I'd come back and just see if I got anything and make something work. And even now I kind of, I still kind of do that. I'll, I might see something happening in front of me and be like, Oh, that's a good, you know, uh, that's gonna be a good picture, but it's not until I sit down to edit it that I really get the idea of what I can turn this into. Because mm-hmm. I love editing; it's 
probably just as fun for me as it is to take the pictures. It's almost more creative for me to on that side. And so that's sure. when I really kind of um, start to get my mind thinking of what I want to turn this into or kind of taking it into the memory that I had. Because, you know, when you see you see something happening, but then your memory kind of can differ it, be different than what actually happened. And so the editing part right. for me is kind of fun because I try to take the image and make it what my memory was of that moment. And so it may be a little more, uh, uh, I don't know, I take out distractions and I don't know, just make it what was in my head. And I think that part's fun, but I don't know that I had a specific like breakthrough moment. I was just, I, I started to notice that I was actually able to start making those images of what was in my head instead of just kind of Mm -hmm. having an idea and getting it close. But I, I don't know. But then in the last year I probably have more so had that, have an image and like truly turn out of what I thought it, thought it was going to be. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. I'm not good with words. So <laughs> no, I completely understand what you're, what you're talking about <laughs> because you know what you want it to look like and yeah. you know, you know, and, and, but the, but the journey between like knowing what you want it to look like and being able to actually create that sometimes yes. is a pretty long road. It is. Yes. That's exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's not, it may not be right when I take the picture, but after I sit there and kind of like think back of our time, like, I don't know, we've been going camping a bunch lately. And so I'll take a, take an image of an activity we're doing and, um, it may just be on the fly in the moment, but then setting down to edit it. That's when I really like, you know, make it kind of shine, like with the colors, the bright colors and just making things stand out of like the, making it feel how I felt in that time. Like the, the sun shining, the happy, the bright, like that kind of stuff. Like that's what I like to, and then I get finished and like, yes, this is how I felt when we were there (laughs) kind of thing. (laughs) Now, I mean, your skies and all of your pictures are just like and it makes sense oh now that you're from Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm just like those skies are just so yeah, amazing. There's nothing stopping them. There's just planes for days. So the skies are there. I think you know being able to capture you know your subject and your sky and preserve the colors and the details in both is something that a lot of mm-hmm. photographers struggle with. I struggle with it. I blow mm-hmm. my skies out. Yeah, me too. All the time. Of course, it's been nothing but clouds for the last four months here, so (laughs) the next time we have a blue sky, I'll be thrilled, but um, could you maybe share some tips about how you do that? Because you have such vibrant colors and the detail in your sky, but then, you know, if your kids are in the frame too, like, they're also, like just in great detail as well. And usually right. you, you don't get both. Yeah. <laughs> usually you get one or the other. So are these like multiple images stitched together? Are you, you know, what are you, what are some tips, I guess, to maybe like shooting um, in terms of the camera settings? And then what are some things that you do in your editing process to help those, both of those things kind of stand out in the way they do? Yeah. Um, well, for, for when I take the pictures, um, a lot of times they're doing different activities and stuff. So they're moving quickly. They're not like always standing still. Um, but if I know I want to get the sky and them, um, not just a silhouette, then I will usually try to set the, um, like multiple exposures. And so I'll have it Mm -hmm. set one, um, overexposed slightly one, you know, at exposure and one under exposed slightly like, 
um, by one or two. That's a and good idea. I just do it super quick. And a lot of times I can, if my shutter's fast enough, I can get a one, two, and three, like right off the bat. And um, then I can stitch them together and post. And so um, then I can adjust lightly. But if I don't catch it in time, I usually will take the underexposed one. Um, and that usually I can get um, the sky not blown, um, like the bright spots in the sky. And then I can still bring the shadows up enough for them. It's just kind of finding that balance of um, underexposing. So your sky's there, but not too much where you can't bring your shadows all the way back up. And so it's taken me a little bit, but I, I've kind of, depending on the how cloudy it is or how bright it is, um, I can kind of adjust accordingly in a lot of it. Yeah, just do it in post of bringing back my shadows and bringing down the skies because it's hard, especially I think the hardest is like the bright this bright sunny days with clouds because you get the hot spots in the clouds. Mm-hmm. And so I really have to watch um, – and I'll, I'll turn on my little blinky spots of my camera to see where my um, highlights are yeah. to make sure that I'm not blowing them out completely um, so that way I know I can bring it back. So it's just finding that line of um, not just that balance between the two, I guess. Okay, you gave me a new goal to work on this week. Yay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was actually – I was trying to shoot that this week. You know, I had – well, I was playing with both of them, but Ella and Emma – you know, on my feet in the sky because we had, we've had rain all last week. So we've had crazy like puffy clouds. And so I really wanted to get that, you know, deep blue with puffy clouds and I just couldn't do it. It just was not working for me. (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah. I was just finding, finding the balance in there. Oklahoma has some crazy skies, especially in the springtime. Like we've had the most amazing sunsets lately and we've just been lucky to be out to catch them, but it's definitely given me some practice of figuring out that balance of, of exposure, but yeah, and, and doing the, um, I think it's called H- HDR. That's right. Oh, yeah. HDR. Um, doing that, it, it helps a ton because you can set it and hit, just hit your shutter and it does one, two, three automatically. And you can usually catch them even if they're riding by on their bicycle or whatever. <laughs> now I've used HDR cause I use that for real estate photography, oh, yeah. but do you ever use a tripod or you just not um, not in my daily pictures. The only time I've, I will normally set up a tripod is if I'm trying to do stars or something like that. Um, but yeah. no, not for my kids. Usually chasing them around, and um, I just try to get a high shutter speed. And um, so it's kind of, yeah, finding that right. Uh, sometimes I'll have to raise my ISO to so I can get a higher shutter speed, so I can get it quick, especially if they're running or um, on their bikes. Um, but usually, yeah, I just hand hand hold it. So. So one of the other things that really stood out to me um, about your work is your oh. self-portrait work. <laughs> yes, thank you for asking her that. <laughs> um, which is something that is kind of near and dear to my heart. Um, and Same here. I know. Um, just because it's just such a completely different method mm-hmm. of creative expression. And I'm interested to know, you know, how that journey of kind of self-portrait work has gone for you and what that does for you. Um, because I mean, I just, some of your self-portraits are just absolutely stunning. Thank you. And, um, I and love diff- that one with, uh, with your hair kind of like sweeping across yes, your face. Like it's blowing. Wind blown. Yeah. It's, 
I pretty, love that one. It's I think so I gorgeous. featured that one on <laughs> one of the well, one of the hubs I'm a mod on. Uh. I was like, "What is this picture? <laughs> this is so amazing!" Yeah. Um, but I'd love to hear a little bit more about like what that does for you both. I think as a mm-hmm. as a woman, as a mother, and also as a photographer. Yeah. Um, well, the whole thing started um, probably a few years ago. My grandpa had passed away, and I was in charge of kind of putting the slideshow together. And I started going through all their photos, and I started finding these pictures of my grandma, and they were just portraits of her. Um, but they were kind of throughout the years of I don't know. She had one almost every year, and I was so fascinated by this. So it's, one, she was a teacher, so she had some of her teacher stuff that she got. But beyond that, yeah. she kind of had them even more. And I just I loved seeing her change through the years. I was just, I was fascinated by it. And I, it made me think, cause I just started kind of my 365 and I realized in my first year, I didn't hardly have any photos of myself in there. And so mm-hmm. that's what kind of made me start it. I started just a, kind of a few weeks after my grandpa's funeral. And, um, it started by kind of just, yeah, a way to express myself, but I'm a very introverted person. Like I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm not good with expressing myself or getting words out and it kind of, um, was helpful. Really. You wouldn't tell by these images. You, you, oh you seem very no. extroverted and outgoing. So it's, I, I find it shocking to actually hear that you're very introverted. Really? Oh yeah. You can ask my husband. Like I am perfectly fine staying at home for weeks at a time. Like it drives him crazy. <laughs> no, I don't like getting out. I, I'm, I'm horrible at socializing. And I, I mean, I, I can hold a conversation, but I'm perfectly happy being a fly on the wall. And so, and even for these portraits, I, I lock it. I usually would do it when everyone's out of the house or if they are home, I'll lock myself in the bedroom, like yes. lock the door and not let anybody in. Oh, yeah. It's so true. <laughs> and kids are like, what are you doing in there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, mommy needs 10 minutes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. It's a different vibe, too. If if there's like, if your husband's home, there's like, you know, you feel like they're just staring like, what yes. the hell are you doing? Yes. Or the kids are just like, I'll say, mommy, mommy, yes. mommy. And so I think to ha- to have that moment with yourself you just have to kind of shut, be alone and yeah, you know either lock out. the door or just make sure no one's exactly home. yeah I just crank some music on because I did I do like especially in the first year of doing it I just I felt like such a dork like I'm I don't know <laughs> like I just I don't know I just turn music on try not to think about it and just be goofy and if I got one out of a hundred I was happy I got something and so but it kind of transitioned from just being in the frame to kind of, yeah, like having a moment to myself. Like I'm a mother and a Mm -hmm. wife all day long and you kind of lose track of who you are. And I kind of found that in the last Mm -hmm. year or so, just kind of struggling with um, my identity, I guess, in a way. Like I love being a mother. I love being a wife, but I kind of didn't have anything beyond that. And I just wanted to be able to capture myself and feel good about me and who I was and just kind of have something for myself. Like one day the kids will be able to have, you know, photos if they want them. But for right now they're for me and they're, I take pictures of my family all day long, which I love it. And I won't change that for anything, but these were kind of for me to make, you know, just remind myself that I can still feel good about myself. And it's kind of honestly helped me with like, 
growing older and, you know, embracing and who I am mm-hmm. and who I am at the moment kind of thing. So that's kind of where I am at right now. I still feel like a big dork in front of the camera. but <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I think we all do. <laughs> but again, it's that aha moment, you know, once you get that shot, you're like, yep, yeah. that's the shot I was looking yep, for. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I totally 100% understand where you're coming from because I think for me, similarly, um, when I was starting my 365 project, I'm like, so yeah, there's no pictures yes, of me with my exactly. kids. So that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and so for me, it really started out as trying to get in the frame with mm-hmm. my kids and being like, okay, maybe once let's fingers crossed once a month, but like, hopefully like once a week I get in the frame mm-hmm. with them. And then it kind of morphed from that into like, well, I they don't actually have to be with yeah. me every picture. I could just like they could just be yeah. out. <laughs> That'd, be, <laughs> That'd okay. be fine. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's been a really kind of interesting and intriguing journey. And I find I found especially this year um, that I have to actually be a little more intentional yeah, bringing my kids I into do. the frame with me. Um, but it is this kind of like if I'm having like a super bad day or if it's been like a, just a crazy intense kind of week, you know, I have like two hours or, you know, all my kids are in school and I will come home and I will just, again, mm-hmm. put like you do, put on some music, maybe change my outfit, mm-hmm. like put on something else and just get in front of the camera. And it's the, that, you know, that yes. 20 minutes to just like reconnect yes. with myself. Yes. And be exactly. like, I'm actually a person and I am still here. Like, <laughs> like I am still here and it's important to do that. Um, I joke though, because some, one of my neighbors is retired and she's home like every day. And I tend to, uh, shoot in the same spot in my house in my dining room and her kitchen window looks directly into my dining room. And so she probably (laughs) thinks that I am just a little crazy because I'm like dancing in front of the window. And for some reason, I don't know why, but when I do self-portrait work, I tend to lose articles of clothing. And so this poor woman has probably been traumatized by me. (laughs) So now I've just started like trying to pull the shade down a little bit if it's sunny enough outside so I can kind of filter the light because I'm like, yeah, she's... Oh, yeah. I swear my neighbors think I'm crazy. I'm always walking outside with my camera, taking a picture of something and they're just like, they drive by and they just look like look around like, what is this girl doing with their camera out here? (laughs) But I think I like what you said that someday, someday these pictures will be for them, but right now they're for me. And I think that's just, it's just such a great thing because there's tons of self-portraits that I've taken that Mm -hmm. no one has ever seen. (laughs) Not my husband, yeah. like nobody else. Maybe Meg, she's <laughs> everything. She's probably the only one. <laughs> I'm special like that. You are special like that. So we have a couple of rapid fire questions for you, okay. if you're ready. I think so. <laughs> okay. So Canon or Nikon? Canon. Uh, favorite lens? Uh, 35 or my 24 to 105. That's usually what are on my camera one time <laughs> dream dream location to shoot really anywhere new i love new places it kind of gives me inspiration so i'd say anywhere new i think would be <laughs> dream location <laughs> lightroom or photoshop both both um favorite preset or action or do you hand edit um visco is usually my base i usually start out with that and go from there 
And are you a plan ahead type of shooter or like a, just a shoot what's in front of me, shoot from the hip? I think a little bit of both. I think I, normally I just kind of go on the fly and shoot whatever's in front of me. Um, but sometimes I'll, in that moment, I'll have a vision and I'll try to kind of bring everybody in the right spot kind of thing. <laughs> All right, Meg, I'm going to throw it over to you. All right. So Kristen, why did photography choose you at that moment in your life? What were you doing or not doing? Why did this creative outlet choose you? I think it was just kind of my like my outlet. I didn't have – I don't know. I've never really had – that thing that I was good at in life. Like I just, you know, I did good in school. I did everything I was supposed to do, but I never had that one thing that I was like, yes, this is what I should be doing. And then photography, why I've always loved it. I kind of took classes here and there throughout um, high school and college, but I didn't really get into it until I started my 365. And from that point on, it was just, it, it was my, creative outlet. Like it was my way to express myself because I'm not very good with words and I'm not a very, um, I'm a very introverted person. And so it was just kind of my way to express myself without having to say anything or, um, explain anything. I could just do my thing and just, I don't know, express myself, I guess. It was definitely something I needed in my life. I'm definitely glad I found it. And it's been a very big blessing for me, for sure. So where can our listeners find you um, on either on social media or do you have a website or where can they find your work? Um, I'm just on Instagram right now, uh, Chris CXK. I don't know. It's always hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> I had that for years ago. It was like an old email that I had and I just, I've always just kept it. And so I never know how to say it. <laughs> So it's at uh, K-R-I-S-T-C-X. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Okay. Exactly. So Kristen, thank you so much um, for being on our show today. We were so excited to get to talk to you and we've loved hearing about your journey and your story. And we just thank you so much for taking some time to share that with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm just, I'm thrilled. I'm like, why do they want to talk to me? (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) Because you're amazing. You guys are sweet. Thank you. Excellent. So for more information on our podcast artists, please visit our blog on www.hellostoryteller.com to see their incredible work, and we hope that you have an amazing day.